son and daughter of the soil. Right, Jordan, and then all right, Jordan. We come to give God praise to Mr. Big Holy Name. Because he said in his word, if he be lifted up, he will draw souls to him. So here we are to lift up his holy name. That soul he saved. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah to the King! It's a pleasure being here again, everyone, and um, I would like to say thank you 
for actually tuning in. So today, all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible. And I want to talk about rebellious, unbelieving Israelites who, not trusting nor agreeing with God, but by voicing their unbelief instead, always decreed their own destruction. So brethren, last week I spoke about Old Testament saints who, against all odds, trusted in God by agreeing with his plans. And it is really a sad and irksome task to catalog the demise of those who refuse to trust in God, who, beyond all reasonable doubts, had proven himself to be genuinely trustworthy. And so the greatest examples that can be cited in justifying what was just mentioned would be those instances involving the children of Israel who, having been miraculously delivered from hundreds of years of cruel Egyptian bondage with a God-declared promise of taking them to Canaan, even the land promised to them, in Abraham in Genesis chapters 12, 13, 15, and 17, to Isaac in Genesis 26, to Jacob in Genesis chapter 28, and to the Israelites in Psalm 105. They still refused to trust in God. So, but by stubbornly articulating their discontent and unbelief instead, they decreed their own demise and died in the wilderness as a consequence for so doing. So brethren, can you imagine a people who had witnessed the demonstration of God's awesome power in the land of Egypt when faced with what seemed to be Pharaoh's attempts to destroy them responded in the following ungrateful and unbelieving manner now i doubt you can so notwithstanding that the following scriptures goes like this exodus chapter 14 verses 11 to 12 and they said unto moses because there were no graves in egypt has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. So brethren, this first evil declaration that indicated their lack of faith in God, opened the door of their unbelieving hearts for Satan to destroy these unbelieving Israelites. However, notwithstanding this shameful articulation of their lack of faith in their creator, the deliverance that followed was so awesome that if it were possible for Satan to repent, 
he would have long repented and fallen in line thereafter with the dictates of his creator. So for when the children of Israel saw the approaching armies of the Egyptians, they immediately forgot the greatness of their God. And below what was just mentioned, platitudes of their unbelieving evil hearts. However, notwithstanding their evil verbalization of their lack of faith in their creator, God rolled up his sleeves as it were, and gave a demonstration of his ability to deliver his people from the gravest of situations. So brethren, by agreeing with God's directive, Moses stretched out his rod over the Red Sea, and God responded by sending winds, which created an highway in the midst of the Red Sea, through which the Israelites journeyed from Egypt to the wilderness of Sin and Sinai, as we read in Exodus chapter 14, verses 14 to 16, and verses 26 to 28. So what was displayed? What was displayed is a divine deliverance that God wrought for his people, Israel. So surely, the sequence of events in Israel's deliverance is worthy of being documented. Now, the first thing that God did to the approaching armies of the Egyptians was to put darkness between the Israelites and the armies of the Egyptians. This was doubtless done to be an act of comfort and encouragement to his people. For while the Israelites marched on in the light of God, the Egyptians groped in darkness in the midst of the Red Sea and could not see the children of Israel for the entire night. So God sent his angels which dewheeled the chariots of Pharaoh's armies. This made it impossible for them to continue to pursue the Israelites. Now being held up in the midst of the Red Sea, God instructed Moses to stretch out his rod over the Red Sea again so that the waters might cover Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. As a consequence, Pharaoh and all his armies were destroyed in the Red Sea. Read Exodus chapter 14 verses 26 to 28 for confirmation. Now, after such a manifestation of God's awesome power, every Israelite should have believed in their creator. But that was not so. For when faced a little later with the need for drinking water, the people began to murmur against Moses, who, having cried to the Lord, was shown a tree, which when cast into the bitter water, made it sweet and therefore drinkable. So with that episode, it was followed by God giving to Israel a covenant of healing, whose conditionalities included Israel's obedience to God's statutes. So following that incident, 
God led them to an oasis which had 12 wells and 70 palm trees. By this time, the children of Israel should have become trusting believers. But as I mentioned prior, this was not so. For within a month and a half of their deliverance from Egyptian bondage, the Israelites had matured in unbelief and that caused them to intensify the decreeing of their own destruction. So, listen to what I will read. The self-destructive declaration of the children of Israel. So I'm reading from Exodus chapter 16, verses 1 to 3. And they took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came into the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full? For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. That's taken from Exodus chapter 16 verses 1 to 3. So because of what I just read, the lack of trust in their maker, God gave to Israel the observance of the weekly Sabbath sign, which we call Saturday. That was as a token of their unbelief and as a foreshadowing sign or shadow of the seventh millennial reign of Christ on planet Earth at which time they would believe in and trust their Messiah. So if in doubt anyone, please read Exodus chapter 31, verse 13, verses 16 to 17, Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 12, 20, Colossians chapter 2, verses 16 to 17, then Hebrews chapter 3, verses 10 to 12 and understand the significance of the sabbath sign which we call saturday but not to be forgotten is the fact that the israelites broke the sabbath sign on the very day in which it was given so this can be confirmed by reading exodus chapter 16 verses 23 to 30. now Upon the heels of the giving of the Sabbath sign to the children of Israel, the people again thirsted for water and, as a consequence, chided Moses for same. Then when asked by Moses why they were quarreling with him and tempting God, they responded accordingly. Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt? to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst that's taken from exodus chapter 17 verse 3. brethren please notice that anytime faithless israel was faced with a trial they always reacted by decreeing their own destruction 
So brethren, with the law of decree being in effect, there was no way for unbelieving Israel to avoid destroying themselves. For the evil spirit of unbelief had now established a stronghold in their souls. Now what a pity and what a calamity that brought to the Israelites. So based on the episode just mentioned, so this was followed by an evil report of the 10 faithless spies who caused the people to sink into a state of hopeless despair for when they heard the evil report of the 10 spies they echoed the following which is taken from numbers chapter 14 verses 2 to 4 and the scripture states and the whole congregation said unto them would to god that we had died in the land of egypt or would god we had died in this wilderness and wherefore had the lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey were it not better for us to return into egypt and they said one to another let us make a captain and let us return into egypt that's numbers chapter 14 verses 2 to 4. so here they go again for although they were redeemed for of the lord by this time they had become chronic unbelievers and when faced with another lack of drinking water faithless israel began again to quarrel with moses and aaron and spake saying would god that we had died when our brethren died before the lord and why have we brought up the congregation of the lord into this wilderness that we and our cattle should die there and wherefore have he made us to come up out of egypt to bring us in unto this evil place it is no place of seed or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates neither is there any water to drink that's numbers chapter 20 verses 3 to 5. so based on that episode the unbelieving israelites were at it again for when faced with discouragement the people spoke against god and against moses and said the following wherefore have we brought us up out of egypt to die in the wilderness for there is no bread neither is there any water or so loatheth this light bread which is taken from numbers chapter 21 verse 5. so brethren based on what was just mentioned we saw the blatant ingratitude and mistrust in god who had been overwhelmingly merciful and kind to israel god responded by sending fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people so that many of them died read numbers chapter 21 verse 6 as confirmation so brethren notwithstanding what was just mentioned we saw from that episode the display of provocation god for his own name's sake stopped the plague by requesting that his people look upon a serpent on a pole 
which was a figure of Jesus on the cross. Read Numbers chapter 21, verse 8 to 9 for confirmation. And all those who obeyed and looked were instantly healed thereafter. Finally, brethren, when the men of war were first instructed to go to possess the land, they were unwilling to go. Let's read the scripture to see the episode. Then I said unto you, Dread not, neither be afraid of them. The Lord your God which goeth before you, he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness where thou hast seen how that the Lord thy God bear thee, as a man doth bear his son in all the way that he went until he came into this place. Yet in this thing ye did not believe the Lord your God, who went in the way before you to search you out a place to pitch your tents in, in fire by night to show you by what way you should go, and in a cloud by day. And the Lord heard the voice of your words, and was wroth and swear, saying the following to Israel, Surely there shall not one of these men of this evil generation see that good land, which I swear to give unto your fathers. Save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, he shall see it. And to him will I give the land that he had trodden upon, and to his children, because he had wholly followed the Lord. But Joshua, the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither, Encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, which he said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in thither, and unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. So I read from Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 29 to 36, and verses 38 to 39. And now I will read from Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 14 to 15, which states, And the space in which we came from Kadesh Barnea, until we will come over the brook Zered, was thirty and eight years, until all the generation of the men of war wasted all from among the host, as the Lord swore unto them. For indeed, the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from among the host. So as I close, brethren, based on the information shared today, it has been clearly established that all those who refuse to trust God's power to provide for and to deliver them from any and every difficulty after he had proven to you all that he is trustworthy, but unbelievingly voiced their lack of faith in God instead would have simultaneously decreed their own destruction by so doing. So we saw the reality and gravity of every episode by the children of Israel. And I am calling upon you, my brethren, to watch your words for death and life still reside in the power of your tongue so for confirmation if you don't believe 
read Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again. Please prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return because he will be returning soon. Spend time in reading your Bibles each day. Jesus loves you. I love you. Please have a safe and productive week. Bless.